Father, when it rains, it pours, and when it pours, it thunders. Thank you for the power and majesty of your thunder that we may not even fully understand today. Yet we stand in all of its power. We stand in all of its glory. May your spirit rain down upon your people and this message today. May your thunder be heard. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I think it's rather interesting since we've had a run-in with a certain unnecessary drama over music this past week that lo and behold, today we read about the Song of Israel that was presided by Moses. And to top it all off, it was led by a woman. I would love to hear the music that accompanied the 19 verses that we read in Exodus chapter 15 today. Beginning in verse 1, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. And I'll say this to all the pharisaical snipers that lurk to snipe the brethren over what genre would have been used in this song of Moses. Let me just ruffle your panties some more. They even danced. Did you hear that, Pharisees? They even danced. Exodus 15, 20, And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. Our sister, Wendy, on Gab, she's always encouraging this work. She's always has her timbrel in hand in the mornings on Gab, and she's always encouraging me along the way. She says, good preaching. Thank you, Jesus Christ and Brother Andrew, sharing the word. I do, but preaching I am not doing nor can, but I have been accused of trying to do so. Will you please pray for me as I just try to share the good news? 
But as a man of God, brother, you are spiritually gifted to God. Be the God, the, give him the glory always for good preachers such as yourself. I would keep praying for your strength and long continuance, brother. Thank you for sharing God's word. And I replied to this dear sister. And I replied to you, my friends. All of God's people are called to preach the word. Now, as for the time, the office and audience that is dictated by the word of God and the spirit of God. Now, some confuse a preacher with the position of authority called an elder. But this dear sister is just sharing the word of God in a form of preaching where the only authority that she claims as a woman is the word of God, not her own. So I say to you, my sister, I say to you, all of my sisters, keep preaching the word of God and keep singing, my sisters in Christ. Keep singing, my brothers in Christ. Bring out all of the instruments of praise. Write your music. Sing unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the king. Verse 21, and Miriam answered them, sing you to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. And no, this does not mean she pastored this congregation either. Moses was the pastor. Moses was the elder. Aaron was an elder. But she led the congregation with instruments and song at the direction of Moses. Which, by the way, I'll have you know that all music, all lyrics, and all instruments are created with the specific intent of worshiping the God of our salvation. And you are foolish if you dare say that any of these, any of these instruments were created by the devil and for the devil. It's pure ignorance. It's foolish. Verse 2, the Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will prepare him in habitation. My father's God and I will exalt him. You will not stop me. Big John will not be stopped either. He says, I got people coming at me for making Christ first music because it doesn't fit their denomination's view of the Bible. And he says, wait till you hear another song that me and John have put together. He said, heads are going to explode. I replied, word, my brother, because they hate me already. They already hate us. First John 3.13 says, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. Why are we surprised by this hate? Why are we surprised by this fratricide and sniping and pharisaical behavior? that we have seen throughout all history to include the scripture. We shouldn't be surprised, my friends. Big John says, what's baffling to me is how someone takes God's creation and labels some of it evil. Satan takes sex and he perverts it. But sex in itself is not evil. This is the same with music and so on. And I said, amen. We ought to all say amen. We all, all to listen 
for the thunder of God. I told my brother, hear the thunder. And hence the title of today's message. Number 65, hear the thunder. And I'll tell you this, it's absolutely amazing what you can learn when you preach through the Bible instead of preaching the same old script from your denomination. WBMC Infidel says, but you make me uncomfortable as you wage war against the legion with, with biblical truth. You leave me working through my faith with fear and trembling. Amen, my brother. Because if there is no fear, if there is no trembling before Almighty God, then I would question whether or not we're hearing preaching. So I say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Philippians 2.12, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Our dear sister in Christ, D here says, That's why I'm here, brother. I'm glad you're here, my sister. And sister, it's by God's grace that I will not let you down as I do my best to stick to his word. The same word that not only preaches the love of God, but the word that preaches his wrath. Verse 3, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. I read this. And immediately thanks so much for the pacifist, the pacifist Jesus that Hollywood tries to depict. Now, granted, Jesus did come as a lamb the first time. But what so many fail to realize is that he's coming back as a lion with fiery vengeance the second time. This Lord is my Lord. And he is the Christ. Listen, my friends, the word of God is not always pretty. That is why I believe God's appreciation of aesthetics does not necessarily equate to our appreciation of the same. We read in the book of Luke today, 21, 5 through 6, and as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with godly stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which you behold, the days will come in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Speaking of these aesthetics, I have a question for those who say certain genres of music and musical instruments are satanic. Are certain paintbrushes and colors from the palette satanic also? Revelation 17, 14, Gab replies, he says, I do not think certain styles are satanic. I would like to understand and be able to hear the words of words of a song, even if the lyrics are great. If you cannot understand what they are saying, there's not much beautiful about that to me. As long as God thinks it is beautiful is all that matters, though. And that's correct, because it's the will of God that is all that matters, my brother. And I will tell you this. Music lyrics are searchable and readable. Just look them up. But the thunder is not. Yet we know that the thunder is from God. Our sister in Christ here says, I, I would think so Satan has a hand down here and why would he not be a part of the plan of destruction as well? There isn't a boundary on Satan in this world so I would take that brush and paint it broadly on anything as it is all propensity to be evil, free will, brother. 
That is where I think the satanic part in all of this stems. Man and free will. Free will. And I agree. I think that you have hit the crux of the matter, my dear sister. Because we know the tools in themselves are not evil. As Big John has alluded to. It is the heart of man that is evil as it submits to evil. You do not hear the wrath of God sung about in churches these days. And maybe it's the reason why that some do not understand these genres that are produced by Christ's brothers such as Big John. Verse 6 through 7, thy right, right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thy excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou settest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. We're still singing the song, my friends. This, this part of... Exodus chapter 15 is still the song and we're singing about God's wrath, about him consuming people as stubble. And you can't wake up and get a few nose hairs singed by Big John's recent tune, No Weapon Formed. Verse 8 through 10, and with, and with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as in heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind. The sea covered them. They sank as lead in, in the mighty waters. I don't know what God so many of these pacifists claim to serve, but this is the God whom I serve. There's only one God who has such power. There are many gods who are self-professed or not, but there is only one Lord. There is only one man of war, and the Lord is his name. Verse 11, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. There is none like him, my friends. If you are led by God, it's because of his mercy and his strength that we are led to his holy habitation. This is not by our strength. All of salvation is of the Lord. Belief Repentance and works are of the Lord, and it is packaged in one word called faith, which is the gift of God. You either have it or you don't, but if you have it, you know who the King of Kings is. You know this man of war whose name is the Lord. Verse 13, thou in thy mercy hast led forward the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. And when you're in this holy habitation, or even if you're near it, for that matter, you will fear and tremble. You will hear the thunder. You will know that the Lord is present. You will fear and you will tremble at his magnificent glory. You will not blow him off so that you can Netflix and chill. 
Notice this word purchased. Where the congregation sang of the blood of the lamb as we do today and now. We are purchased by the holy blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 16, fear and dread shall fall upon them by the greatness of thy arm. They shall be still as a stone till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased. Do not confuse this purpose with all churches. Do not confuse all churches with the sanctuary. Because some are part of this holy habitation called a sanctuary and more, sadly, are part of the synagogue of Satan. Verse 17, thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thy inheritance in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, with thy hands have established. This is a church that the Lord has built it. This is a rock that the Lord has created. People of the Lord and people of the sanctuary. We must and we will recognize verse 18. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. It's here in this sanctuary that we find strength to carry on when it seems that there is no water in sight within this dry and thirsty land called the world. Verse 22, so Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of Shur and they went three days in the wilderness and they found no water. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, just because you are without water for three days does not mean that the Lord does not have a plan. Because I'm here to tell you, he always has a plan. Verse 24, and the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? Here we see that the people want to run to the man of God when they are thirsty and hungry. And then when he gives them the bread and water of life, they murmur against him. Remember this. When the bioweapons increase and the preacher warns you about them. When the preacher warns you about the two wings from the same bird flying in one Zionist direction straight to hell at the global and national levels. And yes... God knows all about the bioweapon inflicted upon us within these last two years. Verse 26. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. The waters and the healing are nearer than you think, my friends. They are nearer than you think. Verse 27, and they came to Elam where there were 12 wells of water and three score and 10 palm trees and they encamped there by the waters. And I'm here to tell you, the waters are near. Get your camping gear out. My cup overflows. He not only fills this cup, he gives me 10 palm trees for shade. This is the God that I serve. 
when you get there, when you enjoy that shade and you drink that cool water, just be sure to be thankful. Just like the widow that we read about today. Oh, and oh, by the way, here we see another woman leading by example. Verse 1 through 4, Luke 21, And he looked up and saw the rich man casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, Of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast into the offerings of God, but she of her penury hath cast in all the living that she had. And yet we have people complaining about donating 10% to the kingdom of God. You might want, you might want to dig your own grave because you're going to fall over dead reading that this widow woman gave 100% of her money. Speaking of kingdom work, it's not something that has to be begged for either. Do you think this woman gave because of some religious panhandlers begging her? No, she gave willingly from the heart as the Lord spoke to her heart. She gave unto God and not unto men. Many of you know the time that I put into this podcast. This is my daily work for Christ. I cannot tell you how many off hours that I put into each episode. But from the time that I sipped that first cup of coffee to the time I pushed that last publish button, it's a, it's a pure five hours, roughly. And I tell people, if the Lord wants me to steward support, he will send it. But I'm not begging for it. It's not why I do what I do. I just want to praise the Lord because this week, a couple were very kind and generous this week. And I didn't ask, but this is how our Christ and our God and our King rolls. He brings the palm trees. He brings the water. All he asks us is to submit himself like this widow woman. We must pray. We must pray like we have never prayed before because the days are getting darker. I'm here to tell you, my friends, as the days grow darker, we must become brighter in all we do. And this brightness will not only light our path, but it will help light the path for others in these end of days. Because we know there are many who will literally bank on the appointment of days and times in the name of Christ. We know that there are many warmongers who literally bank on fear. We know that they are all Zionists. In purpose for ushering in the false Messiah known as the Antichrist. Luke 21, 8 through 9, and he said, Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near, go you not after them, but when you shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified. Do not fear these things. This is false thunder, counterfeit thunder. Fear the thunder of God, my friends. The Lord says, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. And then verse 10, verse 10 we read, Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Well, we can give that a check. 
Verse 11 says, And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines, and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. We can give that a check. Verse 12 says, But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues. There is no mistake, my Christ friends, by this verbiage from Christ our Lord. He said they will deliver you up to the synagogues and into prisons being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. This is coming to America soon. It's already in place. There is a reason that our nation is ruled by now, right now, by dual citizen Zionists. The days of vengeance are near, my friends. They will bring you before the synagogues and accuse you of being racist and anti-Semites and throw you into prison. Verse 20 through 22, And when you shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter thereinto. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Here we see the verbiage is written once again. There's a reason, my friends. Hear the thunder. These same principles apply during all the days of vengeance, such as cities, which are never comfortable places to live in times of turmoil. Nevertheless, if you must stay, my friends, even though it may be physically painful, your faith will endure if you know Christ. I saw a headline yesterday. Someone said it was true. I don't know. President Putin returns the gold standard to Russia. And immediately I thought back to the 1930s Germany being revisited. Because the last time that this monetary mammon system of this world was challenged, we had a world war. Persian chick on Gab says, because the only reason gold has value is we assign value to it. When it comes to gold versus wheat and you're starving, which will be the greater value then? She goes on, Bitcoin's value is just like any other currency. It's, it's in the belief that it has value. Truly, currency is simply a way of transferring goods and services for other goods and services. If we check goods of similar value, the other desired currency is unnecessary. Currency is a placeholder for differences in value or not being able to deal direct. And I thank this sister for this input because I am not a man of finances. I hate finances. That's why my wife deals with all the finances. She does a good job, by the way. And I thank this sister in Christ. And I said, thanks for bringing us back to this humble reality. And it reminded me of Full Armor Farm, who's on track right now with farming and agriculture. Because I doubt Jordan tennis shoes are going to be any type of currency in these cities. Vicar Anon replies and said, gold and silver are sound money and they are the Lord's Haggai 2.8. And I do agree with food being more valuable than starving. And I told Vicar Anon, believe me, I'm just letting it all soak in and I'm taking notes. 
because me and finances don't get along. And all I know is this, gold and silver has never disappeared from the financial markets, that is for sure. And I'll say this, this is what I do know as a preacher. For those who worry about finances. What I know is in Luke 12, 28 through 29, if then God so clothed the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not you what you shall eat or what you shall drink, neither be you doubtful in mind. This is what I do know, my friends, that God will take care of his own. Even if that means standing in future bread lines so we can witness to the other people in line. We will survive if the Lord wills us to survive. Trust in him. Know that our faith will be tried. Know that our suffering will be a testimony to the world as our faith endures to the end. 2113 Luke, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. I saw a post yesterday from Andrew Torba on Gab. He says the Ukrainian flag profile pick is the new get your vax profile pick is the new wear your mask profile pick is the new lockdown profile pick is the new black square profile pick is the new pride flag profile pick. I read that post. And I said, they just need to go ahead and replace it all with that de demonic star. That demonic star that, look, that has two, triangle, two triangles. And, and a thought hit me yesterday as I looked at those two triangles. Because we know that a single triangle is awful, is often represented by the triune God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit at each point. But we also know that Satan is a deceiver and a counterfeiter. So what happens when you counterfeit this single triangle? You end up having a counterfeit and an original, two triangles. And in this case of the star, we see exactly that. Two triangles with one inverted, just as we would see a satanic inverted cross. Jewel replies and said it never was the star of David. The Jewish community of Prague was the first to use the Star of David as its official symbol. And from the 17th century on, the six-pointed star became the official seal of many Jewish communities and a general sign of Judaism, though it has no biblical or Talmudic authority. And then you wonder why I condemn the phrase or the title, Judeo-Christian. There's no such thing. It's Christian. Now you can take my thought for what it's worth. But it just hit me yesterday that there may be some significance to these two triangles within this demonic star. And I say this with love for the, the Antichrist Jews. I do not hate them. I love them enough to tell them the truth. I love them enough to pray for them. And pray that many will come to repentance. And that will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ our Lord. My question is, do you, even unto the, the Zionist who claims to support Antichrist Israel in all things, do you love them enough to tell them the truth? Do you pray for them? 
Because you would think that after two years of being hammered with a bioweapon and the flagrant talk of a great reset and build back better, people would see right through all of this Zionist warmongering. Do not side with it, Christian. When will you begin to understand their divide and conquer tactics? They are unleashing to usher in their false messiah. I'm guessing never. Maybe that's why it's called the strong delusion. But in the meantime, I guess I'll just enjoy my popcorn. <laughs> Lynn had given me a sticker yesterday with a little gab-looking frog eating popcorn. How prophetic of this preaching. But here we see that there's an allegiance between demo the, the Democrats and, and demons. And we see this allegiance and we know it's obvious. And we know that this Zelensky, this Antichrist leader of the Ukraine, is in allegiance with the same demons. But where we falter, my friends, is allegiances with the same Antichrist from people like the Jab Father and the Repugnance. Who are more deceptive because they are wolves in sheep clothing. And I'm here to tell you, so is Putin. Do not take sides. You better side with Christ, my friends. When will the sheeples realize that Christ is our only option? He is the only way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. And this is why I preach the word of God. And this is why you and I, men and women, must continue to preach the word of God through suffering or not. It's because it's this word that leaves the hearers speechless. They cannot resist it. All they can do is respond with incoherent foolishness and defiance. Verse 14 and 15, Luke 21, Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. The sad part is that these adversaries will even be found in our own families. And I think that this saddens me the most. I used to think that family was bond, regardless of differences. And guess what? I still do. My family is bond, antichrist or not. I love my family. But many of my family do not feel the same. And while we read 16 through 19, and you shall be betrayed, both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my, for my name's sake. But there shall not be a hair of your head perish. And your patience possess your souls. KGR0305 on Gab says COVID was a practice test for family ties. I've lost friends and family due to my stance against tyranny. Showed me how quickly people will turn on you. It's sad, my sister. It truly is sad. But COVID is just a small demonstration of what you speak of. Because watch when 
the evil of war comes to this soil. Why have many, even in our own families, become our enemies? I'll tell you why. Because they have sided with the enemy. And this is why Dimitri Lalushi writes so well. He says, no bond has any primary value in a deep existential level other than the spiritual bond. The bond that makes us being united in Christ's way. For the sake of giving an example, what common may have someone who walks in Christ's way with someone who is an insistent supporter of the, of the right to abort babies? even if he is his very own brother by blood. And in the same time, what can impede someone who stays firm in God's justice to consider a brother someone who stays also firm in that justice, even if he is of some other race, ethnicity, age, etc. The only kind of kinship which has primary value is the spiritual kinship. All their kinships are of secondary value. They do not have any existential eschatological value. That is to say, they do not have any value related to salvation. Or to express it with this other, some other words, if Christ does not come first, be it in a personal or in a societal level, nothing can have a really valuable merit. And in such a case, everything cannot take but the way of doom. And this is why I say, my friends, put your excesses down. Put the bottle down. Open your eyes and watch my Christ friends. Verse 34 through 36 and take heed to yourselves. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares for as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Break on through. And Gab says, I'm on day of 65. I'm on day 65 of not drinking, he says. It's getting easier and easier every day to not miss it. And I'll say this, praise the Lord, my brother. Keep up the good fight because I have not had an alcoholic beverage since 1997. And guess what? As a man of God that has chosen this route of sobriety, I have become a better Christian. I have become a better husband and a father. And I give all glory to Christ our King. This escape, my friends, is only through repentance, which is part of the gift of God called faith. And it requires patience. It requires patience and prayer, knowing that our redemption is nigh. Verse 27 through 28. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. This is the second coming of Christ. There is no 2.5 coming. There is no secret beam me up Scotty rapture. Our faith will be tried, dear Americans. Get ready. Padrag Martin says it's coming. He's not, I'm not the only one preaching this message. 
Padrag Martin on Gab says it's coming. He says, I do not believe it takes a prophet to see that a time is coming quickly in which the decadent West will crash. The end of plentiful food, cheap trinkets, and expendable wealth is quickly coming. Very soon your children and grandchildren will starve. We will see poverty, the likes which have not been since the 1930s and likely worse. The bill has come due. We will not be able to pay it. Everything right now is a distraction from a reality that political elites cannot attain. COVID, war, elections. All of it are symptoms of a rapidly collapsing system. Police... Power elites fear of genuine populist backlash in the face of real poverty that will arrive soon. This is why they want to shut down any and all mechanisms of uncontrolled mass communication, such as even Gab. They know a revolt will manifest. It's only a matter of when. Now is the time to build your proverbial ark. Get right with God, he says. Prepare yourselves and your children for a very painful future and then he ends the tribulation knocks at our door and this is why i say my friends we must invest the time that we have now wisely prepare yourself physically mentally emotionally and spiritually because i'm here to tell you that this pronoun training that our army is prioritizing is not the preparation that I speak of to you today. Verse 33, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Now my question is, are you listening? Are you listening? Do you hear the thunder? Verse 38, and all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. Now I'm glad for the, the nine or so that have turn, tuned into today's message. God bless all of you. But there's 4,000 people on my page on Gab. There's, there's supposedly 30-some thousand people in our Gab group. Yet nine people show up to the sanctuary to hear the thunder. Well, we know that our government is not listening. Obviously, the aged men in our government do not have this thunder from God. They do not have this inspiration. They are not wise, nor do they understand the pending judgment. We read in the book of Job 32, 8-9, But there is a spirit in, in a man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise. Neither do their age understand judgment. They soon will, my friends. They soon will. And I will tell you this. Government and religious title holders. Toilet paper has more worth than the religious and political titles that you bear. That you hold so much pride in. And I'll tell you this, fulfill the office and work of the title you've been hired to do or shut up. And I will end with 
Job 32, 21 through 22. Let me not, I pray you, accept any man's person. Neither let me give flattering titles unto men. For I know not to give flattering titles. In so doing, my maker would soon take me away. You're not getting my flattery because I'm listening for the thunder. Psalm 65. Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion. And unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me as for our transgressions. Thou shalt purge them away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. By terrible things and righteousness wilt thou answer us, O God of our salvation, who art the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of them that are far off upon the sea, which by his strength setteth fast the mountains, being girded with power, which stilleth the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the people. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts are afraid at thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to rejoice. Thou visitest the earth and waterest it. Thou greatest enrichest it with the river of God, which is full of power. Thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly. Thou settlest the furrows thereof. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the springing thereof. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness and thy past drop fatness. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.